Blog Talk Radio. All right, we want to say greetings to everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, my name is Brother Hawk Bolden, and as usual, we're so grateful to the Lord uh, to be able to come to you and share with you the things that uh, the Lord have um, laid on my heart to share. And my prayer is that you have been enjoying these uh, teachings that the Lord has been giving us. And uh, I'm so grateful to the Lord to be able to come and uh, share those things. You just have no idea. Uh, to be able to speak to you all uh, every morning as the Lord wills and to, uh, to, to know that he's speaking to someone and to, uh, and to help them get their day started uh, in the Word of God. And I think that it's, you know, it's a blessing to me. You know, it's, it, it blesses me as much as it blesses you to hear what God has to say every day. And so we're grateful for that. So we have been talking about seasons and coming out of the third chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes. And um, and uh, we've just been speaking things as, as the Lord has been leading us to speak those things. So uh, we're going to be in the third chapter of Ecclesiastes again. We're going to start reading there, and then we're going to go on and, and uh, read something else. I believe that the Lord wants us to share as well. So verse 1, it says, to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So that right there establishes for us, again, that uh, every waking moment of our lives, we are in a season. And it's up to us um, to know the purpose of the season and the season that we are that we are in. You see that? There's a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh and a time a time to mourn and a time to dance. Uh, so you get you get the gist of what this is saying that there are these seasons represent extremes. Now I'm gonna tell you, a lot of us we have a hard time adjusting to seasons because of the extremes. Most of us, if we are happy by nature, then we want to stay happy. We don't want anything to, we don't want anything to go against the, uh, that that happiness. Most of us, if we are somber by nature, and you know, uh, in other words, if we have adopted or adapted that mindset, then somebody can crack a joke and try to make you laugh, and you you just won't feel comfortable being happy or or, or anything like that, and so. We see these extremes here that take place. Uh, we see these extremes uh, in the in the seasons and and the times there. And if we're not careful, we can be, be stuck on one end or the other, like we were speaking about uh, earlier on in this in this series. And and that's not God's will. You see that. So, in other words, the Lord is telling us that He He wants us to have balance. In other words, in other words, we're going to experience that there is a time for all of these things. So let's go and keep reading, and you get what I'm saying. Verse 5, it says, A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose. See that? So most people, like, for instance, if they're all about getting money, 
and then they hate to lose money. But the Bible says that there's a time to lose. I remember one time my wife and I went, went to the store, and, and uh, went, you know, when you go to some stores, uh, they allow you to get cash back. And so we got some cash back uh, to, to purchase something to pay cash for it at another location. And so uh, when we got home, we uh, at some point we noticed that the cash wasn't there. And our guess was that we had dropped it in the parking lot there at the store that we hadn't gotten the cash from. But, you know, it's one of those things we, we weren't sad about it because this is the way we looked at it. Well, you know, maybe somebody needed that, and maybe that was somebody's miracle. You know, maybe somebody didn't get to Walmart. Uh, well, I had to say the store, so. But maybe someone didn't get to the place, uh, to Walmart, really, where we were at the same time that we could have blessed. And the Lord, you know, so the Lord didn't speak to us and say, hey, give this person this amount of money. And so because maybe we missed them uh, in being there at the same time, maybe the Lord had us to lose it and drop it so that they could find it, see? So you see the Lord's sovereignty. Now, that's the way I look at it. So if that's the case, then I can't, I can't be mad when I get money. You know, I can't be happy when I get money and then sad when I lose it. You see that? In other words, it, it leaves my hand some kind of way. You see, so you see there how dangerous it is to be on those extremes. There's a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, you see. So I can't be, I, I, you see how if we don't have balance, we'll, we'll, we'll be lost in the cause of Christ. You see that? I, I could have still been depressed over, you know, and then not only that, but there have been, been other times when lost money some kind of way or dropped it or whatever the case was. And I couldn't be mad about it because that same, you know, I always look at it as somebody found it somewhere and somebody must have needed it. So, you know, the same way uh, God has blessed me, uh, he, he blesses others as well. You know, even, even at my own expense, even at my loss. But to me, it all belongs to God. So what's the use of me being mad about it? And so if I don't understand that there's a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, you see that? Then then I will be upset. I'll be happy when I have it, and then I'll be upset or mad when I lose it or cast it away. Or if somebody, if the Lord tells me to bless somebody, and I, I'll, be up, I'll be disappointed when it's time to bless somebody. You see that? You know, I, and I'll be trying to talk my way out of being obedient. So what are we talking about today? Our attitudes in these seasons determine whether or not and at the pace the pace of our growth in our season. Our attitudes in our seasons determines our growth rate in that season. If God have to I want you to think about something. It only took about a couple of weeks for the children of Israel to go from Egypt to the promised land. And then there were forty days where the scouts were sent in, the spies were sent in to to spy out the land, to you know, to really bring back a good report. But their attitudes kept them in the wilderness for 40 years. You see that? Their attitudes kept them there. They were only supposed to be there a, a, a few weeks. But their attitudes kept them for in the wilderness for 40 years. Their attitudes, their bad attitudes, kept them in the wilderness for 40 years. In other words, kept them in the same season. 
for 40 years. And at some point, they finally got it. And it was really when that, uh, that older bunch that came out of Egypt, when they all died off. You see that? And so that, that lets us know our attitudes towards things is what determines whether or not we're able to move forward in the things of God. Our attitudes. So it's not enough. Oh, let me make this clear. Obedience is not enough. You see that? Obedience is not enough. Your willingness to do it is not enough. You see that? How you feel about people is not enough. Your love for people, not enough. Your attitude is icing on the cake with God. It's one thing because you know why? Your attitude keeps you in a realm of obedience. Why? Because if you're told to do something and you're only doing it because you're told to do it, pretty soon if if your attitude about it is bad, you won't keep it up. You will not keep it up, you see that. And so our attitude determines whether or not we whether or not we move forward in the things of God. So let's go real quick to the fourth chapter of the book of Philippians. The fourth chapter of the book of Philippians. And we're going to uh read a verse start reading at verse ten. It says, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly, that now at the last your care of me has flourished again, wherein you were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned. Everybody see that? So look at what he says. Basically, he's he's telling them, I, you know, I really appreciate you all giving or donating to this ministry. That's what Paul is talking about. He's talking about the fact that they uh, were sowing into his ministry and, and giving to his ministry. And he said, and not that you didn't want to before, but you lacked opportunity. But when the opportunity, opportunity arose, you, you did give. So he said, and I'm not telling you this because of my lack. In other words, because of my want. You see that? And he said, in other words, when I preach, and I and I tell you I appreciate you giving and I appreciate you sowing into this ministry. I'm not doing that because I'm greedy for your money. I'm not doing that because I lack. But look what he says. For I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. What is he saying? I have learned what is he talking about? Seasons. I have learned that whatever season I am in, I am content. You know why he was able to be that way? Because of his faith. Because he trusted God, you see. I'm, I'm telling you, I, you know, I cannot say this enough. It makes a big difference in your Christian walk when you trust the one you're supposed to be following. It that it makes all the difference in the world when you trust God. That's where your contentment comes from. You you can if you if you're one of those people that you don't trust God. Every time you feel like you have a little lack somewhere, or you're in a season that you're not comfortable in. You're going to be fighting and kicking and screaming all the way through it. You see that? But if you trust God, and let's say maybe you don't have any money in your bank account. If you trust God, you'll know, well, God knows I don't have any money. God knows I have bills to pay. You see that? You you just trust God. Like, God knows that. So I'm not worried. You see that? And God will allow those things to test us. Now, but not for his sake. He knows where we are. But for us to know where we are, if we are murmuring and complaining when we're, when we're in any season, 
that means we have not matured, and it's for our lesson. It's for us to know where we are, you see. So look at what he says there. For I have learned. Now, that's something that you did. That's something that we learned. How did, in other words, when we learn something, it means that we are being taught a lesson, that we have been taught that lesson, that when we recognize the lesson. So basically what he's saying is our attitude in our seasons is something that we're supposed to learn. We're supposed to observe how we are in every particular season we go through so we'll know what areas we need to pray for. We'll know what areas we need to grow in and all of that, you see. He says, for I have learned in whatsoever state in whatsoever state I am in. Now, he says, therewith to be content. What is he saying there? That he, and Paul is saying, I don't put myself in the state, in, the, in those states. In other words, he understands I can't control my season. So look at what he says. I have learned in whatsoever state I am. In other words, I'm not trying to play God, and I so and I'm not trying to control the season that I'm in. You see that? And many of us, that's what we do. We try to control the season that we're in. If we feel like we're not making enough, what we're gonna do? Go out and get a second, third, fourth job. We're gonna try to work overtime. You know, and, and all of that, and 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 all, and, and and all of that taken away from our time with the Lord. You see that. So when you don't have balance, something suffers somewhere. You see. And so he's saying, whatever season I am in. In other words, I am not trying to control what God is trying to do in my life. God is not coming to the classroom with a science book, and I'm holding up my math book. God, this is this this is what this is my favorite subject. So this is what I want you to teach me today. You see that? Look at what he says in verse 12. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. As I see that. In other words, I know how to live in every season. I know how to live in all of it. Now, some of you that I'm talking to today, you've experienced that. You've had seasons of of, uh, being abased and abounding. In other words, You've had seasons where you had more than enough, and you had enough to bless other people, enough food to give other people, and then you had seasons where you were eating uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And if you were real bad off, man, they sandwiches. You see that? And you weren't complaining. Nobody even knew that you were going through what you were going through because you have learned to be in whatever season you are in at the moment. You learn that uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or ham sandwiches or whatever fill you up just like steak does. It may not taste the same. Your tongue may desire, but you've learned, hey, food is food. And some of us, we don't we don't like being in those tight spots. Well, listen, are, are you still eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Is that what you ate all your life? No, you've eaten something else. So you, you, you understand that there are different seasons. You know that this season, depending on your attitude towards it, it won't always be that way. And even right now, if you are in a good season, listen, you, God wants you to have a mind that that a, a, another season might come, a season that's designed to test you. You see? So you can't be mad because uh, things just aren't the way you prefer them to be at all times. You see that all seasons in, in God's eyes are designed for our growth. And the question is, are we learning from that growth and is our attitude are we learning from that season 
and is our attitude right towards the season that we are in? You see, look what he says. Verse 12, I know how to be a base and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed. Everybody see that? I am, in other words, commanded both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. You see that? So what is he saying? I I am not so crazy. I am not so oblivious and silly that I think I'm going to go through this life without experiencing some unpleasurable things. He said, I'd be crazy to think that. So I am instructed. In other words, I have enough sense to know that I'm, I need to learn. I need to know how to be full and to be hungry. I need to know how to abound and to suffer need. You see that? I remember one time I was uh, visiting Brother Junior, and uh, I remember his wife had brought him a can of, I, I want to say, green beans. And I remember him eating that straight out the can, just straight out the can. Not that they didn't have electricity, not that they didn't have a stove to cook on. And I remember him telling me, you know, I, Brother John, he said that they might come where I have to do this on a regular basis. He said, I don't know what's coming down the pipe. And so the day may come, and he said, so I trained myself to, to, to get used to certain things. He said, because the day may come where I have to do that. You see that? And so that, that taught me a lesson, that even though things may be good in our eyes and in our minds right now, they may not always be pleasurable. And so we need to have in our minds that maybe one day we may have to suffer. Maybe one day we'll be in a season that's not pleasurable to our flesh, that doesn't feel good, and so ain't no use in panicking. Just know, okay, so if God have allowed me to be in this particular season for this moment, then my attitude needs to be right, and there is a lesson. Because, listen, if your attitude is not right, you're going to always miss the lesson. Because wrong attitude equals self-focus. Self-focus equals I'm not learning what God wants me to learn out of this. You see that? So look at what he says there in verse 13. I can do things through Christ which strengthens me. Now, what is he saying when he say that? A lot of times that, I think that's one of the most misinterpreted scriptures in the Bible. When you read that in context, it's not talking about I can pick up that building if, if God strengthened me to do it. What is he saying? I can deal with every season in this world with the help of God is what he's saying. I can deal with anything that is sent my way, whether it's God sent or devil sent and God allowed. Whatever comes my way, I can deal with it because the Lord is with me and he's the one that gives me the ability to deal with it. You see that? That's what he's saying. What is he saying? In other words, that is where my right attitude comes from in whatever season I'm found in. The fact that I have God with me and God strengthens me to be, in other words, he gives me the grace to be able to deal with whatever situation or whatever season I am in, God gives me the grace to deal with it. How many of you have heard it said, especially when you come on the other side of a hard time, how many of you have heard, man, I don't see how you went through that. I don't see how you survived that. How many of us have heard that? I don't see how in the world you dealt with that. You know what people are saying? I saw the season that you were in, 
and that was not a desirable season. How did you come out on the other side of it? Now, you know when you hear that, what they're really saying is, I saw your attitude in that season. Not just not just the fact that you went through that, but I saw your attitude in it. How how were you able to have such a good attitude dealing with what it is that you had to deal with? Now, that's where our testimonies come in at. If we're going through something, we're calling up everybody, complaining about it, and woe is me. We, we don't have a testimony in that. It can't nobody be blessed by you complaining and murmuring about the season that you're in and you having the wrong attitude about it. But if you are going through it and other people know it and God allows them to see it and your attitude is right and they don't see you move uh, and they, they don't see you shuffling one way or the other, but you are remaining steadfast in your faith, that is where our testimonies come in at, you see. So it's very important that we have the right attitude in the seasons that God allows us to go through. You see that? No, it's not because God don't like us or because we've done something wrong. So, and, and even that's a wrong attitude. Every time you go through something, you you know, that you, that's not pleasurable to your, your flesh, you thinking that you've done something wrong and you thinking God is out to get you in this judgment or punishment. No, it ain't it. It don't have to be judgment or punishment. It's just the season that you're in. You see that? And and it's important that you learn the lesson. So especially so if you trust money and you trust what you have in your refrigerator, whether, you know, you think your faith is, and your faith is based on what you have in your bank account or what you have in your refrigerator or your own comfort, you won't be a miserable Christian. You see that? And, and, and I'm going to tell you why you'd be miserable, because until you learn the lesson that, uh, Paul learned here, you know how to you know how to be hungry and to be poor. If you don't learn that lesson, then God is going to always allow you to be in that season of okay, come out of yourself, quit thinking that your relationship with me is based on what you have. You see that that your faith level equals your money level. You got to come out of all that foolishness. You see that. In fact, the Bible tells us that to stay away from people that think that that uh, gain equals faith that gain equals godliness, in other words, you see. And so we have to have a right attitude in whatever state we're found in. Let's let's have the right attitude towards the season that God allows us to go through. And let's think about it this way. You know what? This is going to be a testimony. And somebody's being blessed by my right attitude in this season. And by my spiritual growth, I can be able to help somebody else later on that may be going through the same thing or may go through the same thing that I've gone through. So let's think of it on those terms. Let, let's learn to get out of self. Let's learn to have the right attitude in the season that we that we find ourselves in. Amen. So we want to say thank you all for joining us today. We pray that something has been said that has blessed you. And uh, we, we also look forward to hearing from you uh, when you hear these messages of God has spoken something to you directly, which I believe he does all the time. Let's let's uh, we'd love to hear from you at gtdministries at gmail dot com and uh, we'd love to hear your testimony and, and how God has spoke to you today. All right, so be blessed, have a blessed day, and also don't forget to share uh, these videos with your loved ones, with your friends, your enemies, or whoever, uh, and also get them to watch and tune in as well. Have a blessed day.